Welcome to the Mojo Market Report. Here's your hosts, Dave Sturgio and Chris Gucci. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode and installment of the Mojo Market Report right here on a hump day Wednesday, uh, December the 21st. It is Dave Sturgio. It is Chris Gucci. And of course, there's A5 Anthony behind the glass at Shop Studios. Lots to get into today as we head towards week number 16. Some of your fantasy football semifinals, and it's just a whole lot of fun stuff, but Mojo Market is cooking right now, and there's a lot of money to be made. Don't leave any of it on the table. I know the Mets decided not to leave any of it on the table. Yeah, (laughs) that's a curious situation. We all went to bed with Carlos Correa. We were expecting a news conference to take yeah. place at some point, either yesterday or today, and a, they, they pushed it back. They say there's a problem with the physical, but they didn't say that they weren't signing them. It just said that they right. had some things to work out. Well, it the Mets insane. seemed to work it out the sooner Mets, than you Steve did. Steve Cohn, like a thief in the night, just came in there and swooped in and got him, and the Mets got themselves a, a heck of a roster right now. But shout out to the San Francisco Giants. You are now 0 for 2 in, in massive free agents to try to acquire over there, first with Judge and now with Correa. That's crazy. Um, but I do want to also say before we get into all the, the, the stuff we want to get into today that a you know breaking news this morning was the passing of Franco Harris, legendary pioneer of the NFL, the Immaculate Reception, which you know if you're a Cowboys fan, you, you, you look at that game and or you look at anything the Steelers have done, like I, you know, me and my father and everybody around me says, like, well, you know, if there was replay, that might have hit the ground. It doesn't matter. It's one of the greatest plays of all time. Franco Harris was like Mr. Pittsburgh. Uh, he's like compared to just, you know, guys that you've never – guys that represent the city and a, and, a, and a sport, really. I mean, Franco Harris is, yeah, is I mean, something special. Yeah, I mean, you think Pittsburgh Steelers, you think Franco Harris, yeah. Terry Bradshaw, et cetera. Yeah. yeah he's one of the That team's got some, sure. some serious history, and I kind of wonder <laughs> what his uh, market share price would be on the Mojo market. It had to be – he had to surpass King Henry and stuff. You know, he would be top maybe, dog. Maybe not. No? I don't know. Offense is up. We'll just say that. Offense is up. I like it. You're right. You're right. All right. Today on the show, on the program, we're going to be doing a little some, uh, little deep diving here into the 2023 offseason. I know we're not there yet. I know we're fully entrenched on the playoff push. I know we're excited about it. But there are things to talk about on some of these guys that are going to either A, leave their team, B, stay home, C, maybe never see the light of day again. So today we're going to talk about the 2023 free agent class of quarterbacks. And you can't talk quarterbacks and free agency without talking top dog and the top guy right now. And I don't know if it's ever going to be touched, considering bank value and Super Bowl bonuses and all that stuff. It's not going to be touched. The goat of goats, especially within the football and within the mojo market, Tom Brady. Um, Tom Brady is set to become a free agent, right? And he can do whatever he wants. Um, my assumption is, you know, if we're, we're talking right now, just, just openly, um, he is the highest on the mojo. He, he banks 741 a season and he's projected to get another 548 going forward. All signs point to him playing one more year. No more distractions. No more, like, got to worry about a divorce or anything like that. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's settled, you know, like you'll see his kids when he does, Mom will see the kids when he she does. You know what I mean? Like that's all done, and in the in the back, like behind him now. What do we do with Brady? Are you investing in Brady? Like thinking the long game? Like if you invested in Brady right now, and I know the price is ridiculous, but you can invest whatever you want. Um, by the way, shout out to Mojo yesterday. I don't know if you read this. Mojo got its first ever one hundred thousand dollar deposit yesterday. Oh, it's a huge milestone! Go. Like that is like. Somebody was in there like, I know everything about everything. Take my money. I'm about to just really cash this in. Uh, But anyway, talking about big money, we're talking about Tom Brady. This year, it's been 
you know, it's funny. You look at his stats. Um, he's almost at 3,900 yards, so more likely over 4,000 yards passing for this year. 20 touchdowns to seven picks, so a, a, over a two-to-one ratio on that. Um, I don't know, man. Where A, does he come back? We've talked about this at length at some times, at, at some points throughout the last couple of weeks. Does he come back? Where's he going? All right, well, I guess really it doesn't matter where he goes in terms of the mojo market. If he comes Correct. back, you're going to make money because yes. it's going to go up to – it's going to go up again. They're going to probably – Shoot that future value. If Tom Brady signs, let's say, for a one-year or two-year deal, I would expect his future value to be up around $11, right? So that's going to increase his share price accordingly. (laughs) I mean, it's a little bit of a risk if you're going to throw multipliers on Tom Brady right now, for sure, because if he does retire, then you lose a decent portion of your portfolio, potentially. All of it. Well, no, because it's, <laughs> a, it's a percentage. No, because there's plenty of bank value to, to yeah, mess around with. But there's a high fl- there's a high floor. You know, like Tom Brady has set himself out. Right now, he's he's looking at if you got five forty, he's about one hundred and sixty nine dollars in bank value, which is. I mean, look at all the white on the chart. That's absolutely all absurd. I had to actually create a new, different type of graphic for Tom. I'm not even kidding. If you notice the rest of them, they're they're a little thicker. Yeah. They, they take up a little more of the phone. I had to make his a little longer and thinner to make it work. Prehistoric has been. But yeah, I'm gonna. I, I feel like the play is to go long on Brady. The only issue that I have is I don't think that there's a realistic opportunity for him in New England. While it would be a cool story, Bill Belichick and Tom Brady have been at each other's throats or have been at odds since they broke up, essentially. It was a rough breakup. It I think the Bill Belichick and Brady breakup was actually worse than his It divorce, wasn't necessarily public on their end. Tom Brady and Bill Belichick handled it extremely professionally, and in a couple years, I'm sure they're going to be best of friends. Mm-hmm. But right now, They'll I think they need to let, let things dissipate a little bit, and there's no offense to speak of in New England for Tom mm-hmm. Brady to go and try and make it work over there. It doesn't make any sense. It's like we would get a very similar version of what we had with Tom Brady in his last year in New England, which wasn't a very good version of him. Uh, you could look at the, the Bucks now, right? They pretty much have verbally committed to Todd Bowles for another season. I don't think Yikes. Tom Brady wants to be there if Todd Bowles is the head coach. I don't, I don't think- know the relationship, but it seems to me like he's not a fan of that, that offense right now. Uh, looking at Brady's numbers, twenty to seven, that's pretty good. It's pretty all good. things considered, yeah. they do have pass catchers there, but they've been nicked up a little bit this season. He has to go to a place like, is he going to go to Vegas where there's no defense? I don't know about that. I feel like either San Francisco, Tampa Bay, or nowhere. Can I give you one off the wall prediction here? This is going to sound ridiculous, but there's draft capital, a lot of money to spend, young, hungry team, great new coach. The confidence in the quarterback is high right now, but if you had a chance to grab a Tom Brady, maybe you would. The Detroit Lions. Dome. No worries about weather. I don't know. I just... I, I, I've i been thinking about this long and hard. I'm like, well, where could this guy... A plethora of receivers, a decent young running game, a, a really good offensive line. Like, I don't know. I just... Again, very off the wall. Tom Brady way off the radar. Detroit. Not going he would to be the bigger than Marshall City. Mathers He's not going himself. to the Motor City, I can promise you that. <laughs> All right. No, so I don't know. Now that I'm looking at the options out there, I don't know that there's many. I know that teams might move things around for like, a guy it, like if they Brady. got out of the – let's just say the Detroit Lions but, but what spend is, that first-round pick on a quarterback. But what is what good is what good is draft capital if you're Tom Brady right now? I think he's looking at teams that are like, let's get rid of all our draft capital and go all in for this season for Tom. No, no, they don't have to trade for him. Well, I know, but – 
I'm but saying like, if the Detroit Lions took a quarterback in, in, in this year's draft, right, considering where they pick, wherever they pick, mid-teens, whatever, right, because they might be a playoff team. Like, what, what if, out of nowhere, they just said, you know what, we're going to draft the future of this team, Goff's contract is we can do without, and we bring Tom Brady in here for one year. I think, A, that would fill the seats 100%, and B, well, you, you run with, you, you get Brady Rodgers twice. Right now, <laughs> like, right now is... As crazy as this is, to say, if Rogers came not, back, I don't think that they're having any issues filling seats in Detroit right now. Right now, it's winning, not right, right. And, but if they fall short, and they're they going to want to verbally commit to Jared Goff. Hey. And I don't. Tom Brady doesn't strike me as the tutor type. I think at this point he is. Uh, He's not going to go in there. And and let like, me say my this. job, son. Let me say this: If Tom, if they have a high first round pick. Tom Brady's going to have a little bit more say in where that pick is going to be used on, what that pick's going to be used on. And if it's another quarterback, he's not going there. I'm just saying. like He's not going Amon there. Amon Ross St. Brown. But understanding, understanding what I was Williams. saying about the draft capital, why it's no it's no relevance to Tom Brady, is because yeah. what is he looking at a two years down the line team? Like when you draft I, these guys in two or three years, when they all pan out. I'm just looking. No, no, no. Generally, I just stop it. <laughs> anyway, speaking of a quarterback that won't have that large of a market, but maybe I don't know. I mean, considering what he's done in two weeks of football with the Los Angeles Rams, Baker Mayfield is also a free agent going into next year. Now, Baker Mayfield, again, not the greatest year this year between Carolina and here. Um, just over, uh, just under seventeen hundred yards so far. He's got eight touchdowns to seven picks. Not the greatest ratio in the world. He's the thirty-first ranked uh, quarterback on the Mojo market. Ready for this? He banks 526 a season. He's got future value of 505. They're basically saying, all right, somebody's going to sign up to a one-year deal, and he's going to be the starter, you would think. If, that's, if this is what he's banking, somebody's going to play this guy or, as their starting or, quarterback. Or it looks like they expect Baker Mayfield to play maybe fifteen to 10 to 15 more games scattered over a six-year As stretch. a starter and then just goodbye? Well, not even. He's just going to catch on in some places here or there. That's Baker true. Mayfield's going to be the emergency guy for the rest of his career because I don't think any team is going to want Baker as their backup headbutting people on the sidelines. <laughs> um, we all It's well documented here on the Mojo Market Report that I don't think anybody likes Baker Big Mayfield. Fan. Big fan of Baker. I don't like Baker Mayfield, but it's more so like if he was a good quarterback, I would say, yeah, I don't like him, but he could ball out, so it doesn't matter. He can't. So it just makes it that much worse when you suck as a person, right? <laughs> nobody went to his birthday party. Nobody likes Baker, so being a backup quarterback that nobody likes, you know, I'm not That's getting. A for I'm not getting the Mike White, Taylor Heineke vibes that I'm getting at a. You know, those guys had a Baker Mayfield, just not getting it. Alrighty, so Baker Mayfield, no go. Jimmy G. All right, this is going to be the probably the hottest commodity going in, in the offseason outside of Tom Brady, a la if he comes back. Um, Jimmy G. This year has had himself a year, and then he gets hurt. 16 touchdowns, four picks, gone for the year. Coming off an injury again um, is not the most appealing thing in the world, but he still is a decently young quarterback. Um, right now, 26 ranked, 1350 in future value. He's got some decent bank value already, uh, considering of all the, the playoff appearances that he's had. He's banking only 231 a season, so they're looking at this guy saying, Jimmy G is going to be a relevant quarterback probably for the next five years and somebody's starter. Who's it going to be? Where's Jimmy G going next year? I think Jimmy G's going to have to go in somewhere with a young quarterback there, much like the similar situation that he was just in this season with, with San Francisco, where there's going to be a spot for him to win a, win a job on a team that has a good defense. I think if his agent's smart, he'd try and go to the Jets. He'd try and go to the Commanders. He'd try and go to one of these teams that are a little bit of a game-managing type team, a, a quarterback away from being a real competitive team. And I think... You know, if you were willing to kick the tires on a Carson Wentz at thirty million, 
I think Jimmy G at whatever dollar amount, probably around 15, 20 this year, or for a two-year stretch, is worth it. I think good backup money if if it doesn't pan out and you have a rookie quarterback. On you don't his think contract, he could start? I do. I absolutely think Jimmy G could start for about ten to twelve games, and then we see what happens every year. Okay. I understand that. The so you're just following thing, the trend, really? Following the trends of and look, Jimmy G. You could make the case that he's held the teams back that he's played for, but then you could also make the case that those teams win. When he's playing, I was so, gonna say NFC Championship appearance and last two, week. Ten and two in games, where he, this ten year. and two in games where he has zero touchdown passes. That's not a great stat for the Mojo market, but that is a great stat for having some confidence in NFL executives. Whereas, look, even yeah. when this guy doesn't get it done, if you put him in the right spot, he's ego is he puts his ego aside. He's down to hand the ball off forty times a game and throw dink and dunks. So I think Jimmy G. We're gonna see Jimmy G. on another team, maybe two more teams. His career is far from over because he's proven to me that a people rally behind the guy when mm-hmm. he when Trey Lance got hurt. 49ers didn't miss a beat. That's part coaching, but it's also part the fact that there's a calm that comes over the huddle when Jimmy G.'s there. I've never been in the huddle with Jimmy G. No, but oh. but you see, like I said, <laughs> ten and two in games that he has zero touchdown passes. Listen, so no matter what, he might not give a rat. He's not getting ace it done about stats, but he plays within himself, and they win football games. His so. bigger stat right now is winning games. So, um, a very big question mark in New York, and we're not talking about Zach Wilson right now because he's locked in for a little while. Uh, we're talking about Daniel Jones, Danny Dimes. Comes up at the end of this year, contract's over. Decline the fifth-year option. You're a free agent, Danny Dimes. What are you going to do? Um, Daniel Jones this year has had a, a, a pretty good year. Um, I, I'm not going to say it's the most like ast- astronomical stat-driven year. Only 12 touchdowns because he's not throwing to anybody. Ain't nobody over there catching the ball. Uh, but he does have almost 2,700 yards. He's rushed for 583, so he uses his legs as a weapon. Under Coach Dayball, I feel like there's a newfound confidence in this kid. Just based off of some of the sounds of the sidelines that you hear when things go right for the Giants like you can hear Dayball like that's the way to play quarterback kid like he likes this kid so all signs to me if I look at Daniel Jones right now um 26.79 is the share price 949 in the future he's averaging 416 a season I think this guy gets a three-year deal with the New York Giants three years maybe four if we're stretching it with that whole player option crap but I'm saying like I think that Daniel Jones will be the starting quarterback going forward for the New York Giants next year I agree. I think they have no choice because when you're looking at... They have a choice. They don't. Look at the free agent quarterback class. I'm Jimmy G. You know what I mean? Like, they have a choice. No? No. (laughs) They're not going to... They're not going to... If you're going to move off of Daniel Jones, who I would put around, like, quarterback 20 to 25 in the league, I'm putting Jimmy G in the same spot. Daniel Jones doesn't miss football games, and there's a continuity there. I don't know that that would be the right move. They found a clone of Eli Manning. <laughs> like, God doesn't miss football games. He, yeah, like big moments. The four interceptions, I think, is the most telling thing because the big bugaboo with Daniel Jones was taking care of the football, and he's managed to do that, and the record translates into wins because of it. Uh, I think he's probably going to get a two- or three-year deal. You could look at it. It might be a little bit more heavy on the guarantees if it's a short-term deal. Maybe a Kirk Cousins-type situation? Yeah, I was just going to say that. A Kirk Cousins-type deal, maybe even a Ryan Tannehill uh, type situation that he got on his second contract. But um, I don't think it's the necessarily the right move. I don't think Daniel Jones is going to take off from here. I think what you see is what you get with him. And there's a chance that he could play uh, winning football throughout, but I'm not sold on Daniel Jones as being the guy that's going to be able to take him to the next level. But I am sold on his second contract with the New York Giants. So for that reason, I'm in on Daniel Jones. But I'm going to be in until that contract gets signed, and then I'll probably look to sell.
Okay, interesting. I like that take. Um, somebody who also is playing out of his mind and way over anything anybody ever expected is one Geno Smith. Now, talking about Daniel Jones before, talking about guys like, well, just Daniel Jones, I guess Tom Brady too, but playoff teams. Geno Smith has a chance to not only rack up some numbers in the next three weeks, but he has a chance to put the Seattle Seahawks in the playoffs this year when, again, I went on record and said the Bears and the Seahawks would be 1-2 as far as the draft order. I'm going to hit with the Bears. And I'm going to mess up with the Seahawks. Um, Geno Smith, 3,600 yards, right? 26 touchdowns to just eight picks, so he's got better numbers than Tom Brady this year. That's not a, that's not me opinion, my opinion. That's that's straight up. I mean, Geno's got better numbers than a lot of guys. Geno Smith has 281 yards on the ground. Geno Smith right now is the 33rd ranked quarterback on the Mojo market. To me, that's a little low, right? I, like considering what he's done this year and how much he's banked. I heard he's, Baker at 31st. That's crazy to me. Right. That's what I'm saying. So. Um, his future value is twelve twenty two. He's averaging only a dollar twenty a season. Are we about to see like ten years more? I mean, not ten, but like eight years more of just scattered football? Because I know me and you both went on record. The Seattle Seahawks just locked this dude up. Like that seems to be your guy. Yeah, you've thrown a lot of support behind him throughout the course of this first, you know, three yeah. quarters of the year. Again, if you have a quarterback that you're winning football games with right now in the NFL, it's gonna be you're gonna be hard pressed to move off of that guy, uh, especially with the class that we're looking at. We're going through these guys. There really hasn't been any names that jump out at me. Tom Brady's not moving up to the Northwest in Seattle. I can promise you that. Mm -mm. So, And nor, nor would that be an upgrade at this point. I think Geno Smith and Tom Brady, I'm not going to actually throw sh that shade at Brady and say... No, you could throw but, it at him this but year. But the, the realistic version going forward, like how much longer is Tom Brady going to be able to continue to do this? Not much longer. Geno Smith, you would imagine that he's... He's kind of hitting his prime right now. He doesn't have the wear and tear of a of a typical ten year vet. No, and um, and he doesn't play that like reckless like a Justin Fields. Like he's always looking Gino, to run. Gino's going to get Gino's going to get paid a little bit this offseason. So he deserves it. Um, I'm happy for Gino. I will buy in on Gino just for the because we talk about Mojo and like why aren't you in on everybody that you think is going to go up? Because some guys I just simply don't like. Right, and it's all about. That's okay. It's all about having fun on the mojo market i think when gino gets paid i would like to get paid as well and we can celebrate together so i'm gonna go long <laughs> on gino for this one for sure i like that um just for for all uh, intensive purposes i know it's not the last game of the year but there's something to be said to keep your eye on a week 17 matchup where the seahawks might absolutely need to have it because in week 18 the, the the seahawks got the rams right and i think they'll just kind of take care of business, but in a game you have to have, and it's against the New York Jets, the team that just kind of gave up on you and said, you know what, you're no good. Man, you talk about receipts, <laughs> he's going to pull them all. Well, to be, um, fair, to be fair, the Jets had no business hanging on to Geno at that point. At that point, no. But this is a resurgence, and I love to see it. Um, speaking of resurgence, he was given the job, or kind of earned the job back, considering how bad the quarterback play was in Carolina. Sam Darnold, is he going to be even a remote option on the market right now because uh, i know he's a free agent he's the 44th ranked quarterback on mojo um four dollars and 11 cents in future value three dollars and 64 cents a season he's just under 20 bucks to buy in on sam Darnold. i think personally with a new coaching regime and a high draft pick the the carolina panthers are going to draft a quarterback right and that's going to be the guy so sam Darnold's going to be out in carolina does any team take a gamble on him to be the starter? I do not agree with you at all that he is out in Carolina. Whoa. And I'll say why. I'll say why, right? Please because do. Unless they have – there there could be a potential uh, P.J. Walker as the backup, 
Right. I'm sure. not sure if he's on a two-year deal or what, but I know that he they might go back him. to the XFL. He might go. Mm, <laughs> I doubt that. He proved that he belongs on a roster in the okay. NFL. I think. Um, but Sam Darnold has proved that he also belongs on an NFL roster. So yes, 100%. Sam Darnold is going to get another shot. I don't know. If he's going to get a shot to be a starter because right now the the Panthers have Matt Corral right sitting this season. He's hurt, so they get what they potentially have a project in in a Matt Corral right now. Um, we obviously know Carson Wentz is going to be out of town after this season. You would think. Another. I mean, you would think. We're going to talk about Heineke next, but, like, you would think he's out. But oh, wow. Yeah, I just – how about this? This conversation is so similar. I'm about to have the exact same conversation for the next two quarterbacks because I think Sam Darnold has a realistic chance of sticking around in Carolina and them being as high as they are in the draft with also another project in the wings in Matt Corral. I think they draft a quarterback and – have Sam Darnold there to compete for the job and potentially be the starter and have three guys going into the season, much like they did this year with Baker, um, mm -hmm. Matt Corral, and Darnold. They're going to have Darnold do the exact think, right? same thing. But, look, there's been spurts in Sam Darnold's career. They started the season last year at 3-0, and he played really well. Wheels, right came, the wheels came off. <laughs> Shut up. The wheels came off. Now, it was quite the opposite this year where they started out, Sam Darnold gets hurt, I think, did he start the first season? No, it was Baker, mm, it was right? Baker. So Sam Darnold gets hurt regardless. Um, and then he ends up being the third quarterback to get a start this year. But when he did with the new head coach, I'm not sure how that's going to play out. But he hasn't thrown a pick yet. Hasn't thrown a pick yet, and they're winning <laughs> games. You know, they, they managed Listen, to, to put themselves I'm looking at the standings relevancy. right in front of me. They're game out of first place. Well, yeah. They are. I mean, they're they're playing game. better football with Sam Darnold. There's no question about it. That The interim head coach... He has a real chance at, at sticking around for another season next year. I think he's out. I think he's out regardless. You read that or you think that? No, I think that. Well, I read that there's legitimate legs to him getting the job. Cool. There was also legs for Pistachio to take the job in, in Oakland or Las Vegas, and they kicked him to the curb for yeah. Josh McDaniels. Yeah, that's a fair point. Um, so I'm just saying. I, buyer's I, remorse there maybe. Though. Maybe, but um, um, in any event, I guess. But, yeah, I think Sam Donald sticks around in Carolina more more likely than not. So if you know him then? Like right now? just like No, I think he's going to be the backup. Oh, I okay. think he'll have a chance to compete for the job, but it's too risky. We're talking about a ton of guys right now. Um, there's four guys above him on the list that we talked about that I'd go right. in on, even if that means shorting Baker. I'm still in on shorting <laughs> Baker before Man. I'm um, Personal event before I'm investing in, in Sam Darnold. But Sam Darnold has a job next year, I can promise you that, and it's most likely the backup quarterback for the Carolina Panthers or starter about to get benched quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. That's what I look at Sam Darnold as. Same similar conversa conversation as Taylor Heineke start for the Washington Commanders next year. He's a free agent. They've already went on record. Ron Rivera said if he doesn't write the ship, they might go back to Carson because considering the, the, the Commanders are still in the hunt right now as far as the standings are concerned and the playoff hunt, um, you know, they have to make a move. To me, I don't foresee that move happening. I think the Washington fans would rebel. You know, yeah, like they, if he wants, to lose, his, if he wants to lose his fan base, his, yeah, he, he, he'll his, be completely his screwed up. Potentially his job, but then you could start Carson Wentz. But is Heineke the guy? No. Like, I like Taylor Heineke. They let him walk, is what I'm saying. Like, no, they're, so he's going to resign with the Red. Uh, he's the a much commanders. more safe backup and a more willing, capable, able backup, likable guy. The team rallied behind him two straight seasons or three seasons straight, in a row, yeah. even if I'm mm -hmm. not sure how, how far it goes back. But, yeah, Taylor Heineke's a commander. He's just not going to – he's going to compete for the starting job, much like well, you the just Matt said. Corral. They have yeah. Sam Howell, a mid- to late-round pick. Um, they have a guy like Taylor Heineke who seems to be, like, a darling with the fan base, but we understand that he's holding this team back. Mm. They're going to probably look to get a rookie quarterback – 
if not a rookie quarterback, one of these other guys that we talked about, a Jimmy G might fit in well with that type of team. True. Um, but yeah. I do see him sticking around in town because he, you know, the fan base really likes him, and he's shown a willingness to take a back seat and let them, you know, try somebody else out without being a, an annoying guy about it, without being a pain in the locker room. There you go. I like it. I'm not All sure right. annoying guy is the right. We, we, we look at free agents, right? We look at free agents, and all the guys that we listed today, besides maybe like we've said that Daniel Jones will stick around, Geno Smith is going to stick around, Sam Darnold will probably be there as a backup, but like Baker, Jimmy, Tom Brady, Heineke, they could all be on the move. Somebody that nobody really thinks will be on the move is also a free agent. That's Lamar Jackson. He's one of the best in the league for a reason, right? I mean, I personally, I mean, everybody knows my opinion and stance on him. He's a running back who can throw sometimes, right? Like, and he's won MVPs. You can't take that away from the guy. Like, he's he's an electric, like electric, electrifying player with highlight real potential on every time he touches the ball. This year has been banged up. The Ravens are technically right now just kind of looking around like, are we about to miss this thing? Like, I, I well, just, they're, in, they're probably not going to win their division, but they're they're. They're mortal, firmly interested in a, a wild card lock. spot, I would think. They're nine and five, um, but Lamar Jackson is betting on himself. Decided not to play, uh, or at least kind of not resign, or whatever that the whatever the case may be. He's fighting for himself right now. He's getting hurt a couple times now in the last two years. Gooch, I understand you're an investor. I'm not talking. Take the take the the Baltimore Ravens aside, right? You're an investor in Lamar Jackson right now. Are you thinking that this is going to surge with a new contract or is this going to surge because he just makes a splash and goes elsewhere and leaves Baltimore? Like, are you just banking on the fact that this guy's going to be a star no matter what injuries aside, he's going to go well, wherever he goes, he's going to be a, a star player. I don't know how, how the passing stats are going to translate, but Lamar 17 is, touchdowns Lamar is seven picks this year. and he, you know, he does amazing things with the ball. So I'm, I'm not in on Lamar though, because I think there's a potential these quarterback situations tend to get ugly, but we don't really see the quarterback situation stay ugly. It usually gets hammered out before the season starts. It's I not agree. like a receiver or running back where you're like, you know what, this guy could sit. Go ahead. You're not having your quarterback sit. You really can't afford to have your quarterback miss camp. So I think there's going to be a real urgency um, to get this deal done. The Ravens have all the leverage here. Lamar doesn't. And the Especially only after leverage, injury, yeah. The only le leverage Lamar has realistically is to leave – maybe 40 to $50 million on a table just to sit one season out of principle, but then that affects your back end. You might get that deal, but you're missing a season of your prime. That's important. It's a tough spot. Lamar will play next season. I don't know that Lamar is going to practice one game. He's not, he's, one, not one practice. he's not playing on that tag. No way. No way does he play on a franchise tag. I got 40 30, what is it? It's, it's up there. It's like close right? to 40 million. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> or 30, he'll, be very, I think it's he'll be very pissed off about it, but it's tough. That's a lot of money to leave on the table. A lot of money to leave on the table. Oh, my God. And this is all Deshaun Watson's fault, by the way, who like shifted the market. The franchise tag for 2023 quarterbacks is $45 million. Yeah, so, so he's going to play, gonna the play franchise on the franchise tag, <laughs> but he's not going to be happy about it. Not going to be a happy camper. And, get, but and let me tell you something else. $45 million. He might, he might even be seeing 45 million in the following year on the transition tag. And Do they have ex estimations for 2024? They do, actually. I mean, he, he would have to get less money. They couldn't franchise tag him two years in a row. But then there would be a qualifying offer situation. I'm just yeah. saying, just so everybody's aware, um, there is an estimation for a 2024 franchise tag. It goes from 45 
to $54 million. And that's because they're anticipating Lamar signing this massive (laughs) guaranteed deal that's going to Talk about market projections. And you blame Deshaun Watson. I blame the Cleveland Browns. That was such a bad deal. It's horrible. Um, there are two guys that are technically free agents, but they're not really because they're coming out of college. They're going to be drafted. We're going to dive more into the draft as the draft gets closer. But two guys clearly on top of the others, C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young. The comparison between the two right now, which is kind of crazy, C.J. Stroud is the 27th ranked and Bryce Young is the 24th. Now, they combine these two. So they're they're already got bigger share prices than some of the current NFL starting quarterbacks, which is, again, that just goes yeah, to average, show you. The average starter is sitting at around 60, right? So that's the average starter. There's some starters in this league that we just talked about. <laughs> I'm looking at some of these guys. <laughs> right. you well, know? the average is skewed, I think, because of Tom Brady's share price. Like, well, that, that skewed to, to hell and back. Like, well, the reason why I'm, the average is high. Well, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah like, they're, it's an average. These guys are, you know, they're higher than, put it this way. They're higher than starting quarterbacks. There's maybe not more than half, but they're, so, like you said, sitting at 24th, 25th. Both guys, respectively. Now, remember, no bank value for college of quarterbacks right now. There is future value. Future value for CJ is $34.69. Bryce is at $37. So, basically, what they're saying to you is that these two quarterbacks will have better careers to start <laughs> than pretty much everybody we talked about except Tom Brady. Um which is and maybe Lamar Jackson, but I feel like, like they're both going to be playing in the AFC South. <laughs> so maybe all of a sudden the AFC South becomes the NFC East, and then all of a sudden you know, they, they were a joke of a, of, of a division two years ago, and all of a sudden they're the cream of the crop. But well, we'll there's, see. There's potential to have Trevor Lawrence, C.J. Stroud, and um, and Bryce Young all in one division. I think whoever Ooh. the Texans take out of the two, obviously the goes Colts one take the overall. Other. The Colts would be looking to take the other one. I'm not sure how the top five is going to shake out. We're missing another team. Oh, and, and not for nothing, and maybe even Malik Willis would be the starter over in Tennessee. That, that yeah, whole I, was, I was going with, like, good quarterbacks, potentially good quarterbacks. I don't think Malik Willis is going to be good. But Interesting. Interesting take. All right. <laughs> talking about the draft, I'll just insert this. Could you imagine with the Eagles sitting at top five right now? I don't want to talk about this right but now. But let me just say one guy's name. And if you put this player on the Eagles, it would probably be a bad – future move it would not be good for their future of their organization because we see it with dallas we see it with giants um but if the eagles take Bijan robinson with like the fifth pick running bro backs. i'm telling you right now that is going to be a problem running backs we'll talk about him tomorrow and we'll also preview the jets and the jaguars thursday night football matchup a big big matchup when it comes to the um the playoff standings and, and the playoff push so do yourself a favor today before you get going with your day follow mojo on all the social media platforms TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, at Mojo, M-O-J-O. Very easy to find us. Follow us on the Discord. Join the conversation each and every day. Um, it's a fun time over there. People are sharing their portfolios, comparing their portfolios, doing all sorts of things on the Mojo market. So we want to thank you for joining us today. Tomorrow, like I said, little Thursday night football action. Get into the running backs. Friday, our show will be taped tomorrow. We will preview the slate of games to really keep your eye on. We are right there, guys. We're right there. It's, it's sad, but also very exciting. Exciting. The season's coming to a very, very um, abrupt end. Yes, it's going to be. <laughs> it's perfect. Dave Sturgeon, Chris Gucci, A5 behind the glass. Thank you guys for watching. We'll see you guys tomorrow. I was so depressed. <laughs>